what is going on everybody it's just jimmy leonard here today on another podcast uh we're gonna talk about a little bit of some gaming right now because there's some interesting news that came along on the software for the ps5 as well as some interesting stuff that happened to come down from capcom as they had their capcom spotlight after that we're pretty much gonna talk a little bit of some stuff going around sports world with nba um and also with hip-hop but again we're gonna start off with video games with playstation uh like i said before playstation happened to have a announcement that came out and some more or less an update throughout the week it finally after longer than it needed to be a longer drought of having discord as a video chat option a lot of times it's been easier access as no especially with xbox and definitely with pc but playstation never really had that easy access it was like one of those things that you had to either you know especially if you had a group of your friends playing on the discord chat you can actually just go on your phone go on the computer whichever way but it was never on the playstation so now you can actually have access to it without having to do all that hassle so at least for me <laughs> when i'm playing with my friends <laughs> i can have easier access to to that without me playing around going back and forth okay here's my laptop here's my microphone here's this all right going back and forth just hovering over the screen just to you know talk to them like that through through, uh, discord so that's really nice to have at least you know what i'm saying that that, that's a big big um, update a big jump that's for sure um other than that there's some other things that they added in there too as well such as that it's easier for playstation 5 owners to access their ps4 save data so when it comes to basically installing a ps4 game on the ps5 um they have the save data file a notification would appeal on the psn cloud storage so you know it's always been a little bit easier between the ps4 and ps5 especially since it is backwards compatible you can actually go ahead and as a lot of us may have known you can play all your ps4 games on that ps5 so it's kind of easy to transfer it especially you know going back and forth behind it so it's pretty neat um it's pretty neat so you can use that through wi-fi or ln cable the other thing too is that you have an update here with the ps5 in terms of if you happen to have the physical disc copy so in other words if you happen to have the version where you can actually insert physical disc well now you can once you insert the physical disc you can use that same disc installation to play digital copy of it without inserting the disc into their console so in other words it sounds like to me once you have it saved in there you would have an option to still play it through the system seeing as that has been you know obviously been installed and everything to the game system you can instantly just jump into it with having a digital copy of it to keep it going you know if you want to install insert your physical copy of this that's cool too but at least you have that option especially if you're feeling kind of lazy i'm a prone to that sometimes you know like I don't feel like getting out of my seat to go and switch out the game, <laughs> even though it's like right there in arm length. Um, I could just hop, just jump right onto it because I have a digital copy on my system and I can just go ahead and play it just like that. So that's also pretty cool as well. Um, yeah, then it has some updates for the PlayStation VR 2. So yeah, they have a little bit of stuff up there for the firmware software, but it's the software version 7 for it too. Um, so this is pretty cool pretty cool how they call it is the quality of life improvements so yeah oh and also another note too 
um, is that you can actually use a voice command. So when what happens is in I'm trying to think if this actually happened with the PS4. I know PS4 allows you to have a microphone too as well. Um, I never used it myself in terms of, I use the microphone in terms of like if I had headsets with my headphones, right? But I never, I don't, I think there was a feature. I have to look back at that, but to, to credit on the PS5, it wasn't really an, an, um, a feature that allowed you to go ahead and actually do voice commands. So you can't like just scream out something, hey, such and such, you know, or in this case, hey, PlayStation, do this, you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was always, especially I remember a lot of times with Xbox when it came to, especially with the Kinect, where you would just sit around and they always advertise it to the point that, oh yeah, you could just sit right there and just scream out, hey, Xbox, do this, play this, stop this, you know, all, all types of stuff. Well, here you can actually have the feature to voice command capture gameplay. So... Obviously, if you record, and I do a lot of recording off the PS5 as well, especially if I'm playing anything with Call of Duty related, for instance, and I would always, you know, try to record it, I would have to stop or press the select button, and it would have that option for the screen to pop up to actually show me, hey, you want to start recording it? Bam. Or at least capture whatever you did, because you have an option to capture the full video, 30 minutes, 15 minutes, 5, etc., and so forth. Even if it was 30 seconds, right? A snippet. Um... Of course, in hindsight, if you are going to do any kind of snipping, I feel like to me, it's best for you to do the full video or 15 or 30, um, even if it's a small, you know, 30 seconds. So that way you can kind of get like a good chunk of it, because sometimes depending on when you activate the whole 30 second snippet, you might just miss some <laughs> as you're taking seconds, obviously, to go in there and press the whole capture this 30 second recording this is where this comes in which is actually quite helpful is that you voice command to capture gameplay you can just instantly say hey playstation start recording and it will start recording whatever you're at and i'm pretty sure that you can say hey playstation stop recording <laughs> um things like that so that's that's still a pretty cool feature um because it does it takes a couple seconds to go in there do all the prompts just to go and record your stuff and then you come back and it's like, oh man, I just missed some of it that I was trying to show, especially if it was a good uh, good piece of recording. Like that's how I did with Devil May Cry 5. If y'all don't know what I'm talking about, check out my YouTube on It's Just Jimmy Leonard. That's just the whole title, It's Just Jimmy Leonard. And I had saved it on my YouTube and I sat there and I was like, dude, I lost my mind when I, <laughs> when I was playing it because it was a section playing it with Nero and I think it was around the subway section, I think. If anybody who played the game, y'all might know what I'm talking about. But it was a subway section, and I was having hot hands. <laughs> Let me tell you. I was going in there, dodging, bobbing, weaving, gunslinging, sword slashing. I was like, bro. And the, the, the rope and everything. I mean, it's, again, Devil May Cry is still one of my favorite hacker slash series, period. People can get at me if they want, but that is one of my favorite. It's one of the best in my opinion, plus a fact of <laughs> one of the best hack and slash games, because that, the insane stuff that you can pull off in that game is amazing. And so I was pulling that off, I was like, yo, I, I paused the game after I got finished with a section, I was like, yo, I hope I got that recorded. <laughs> and I did, but I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so every second counts, you know, you never know, you never know, right? So, um, but that's pretty cool. 
uh, that's a pretty cool feature. Um, turning to Capcom Spotlight. Capcom Spotlight, they happen to have, I guess, a, I think it was like about roughly 25 minutes, something like that, of a video just showcasing some of the stuff that Capcom has to offer that's coming out pretty soon, if not sometime down the road. Um, and even if that might be just updates to uh, games that they already have. So that was out there yesterday. And I sat there and watched the entire thing just from it because it basically showcased uh, updates for Resident Evil 4, Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreak. And then they happen to show a little bit of some newer games that are pretty much is about to come out to the horizon soon. So, um, so with that one, you know, for Resident Evil 4, they just happen to show off. Um, they have a chainsaw demo, and it's actually been available since yesterday of that uh, spotlight video thing. I was almost gonna say showcase but it's called spotlight so part of that spotlight video <laughs> um, they happen to have a demo for it so it's pretty much taking place of the beginning of the game um, pretty much when Leon enters in there into the uh, village so there's no time limit on this so that's a good thing even though it's called a trial version of it so um, but then again demos should have no trials I don't know what about these games these days. I mean, it's been like that in the past where certain games, depending on who it was developed from, would have time trials. And it's like, oh yeah, you got like, I don't know, a measly 15 minutes and see what you can do within 15 minutes. I'm like, dang, that sucks. So, um, but yeah, there's no time limit on it. So you can play it as many times as you want. So, um, which is cool, but that's how it should be for demos. But anywho, <laughs> Um, also, they have, like I said before, they have an update for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, um, but they also is coming to PlayStation and Xbox. So, because I believe this one actually, if I'm not mistaken, was put on to Nintendo Switch. I didn't think it. I don't think it ever came to PlayStation and Xbox when it first came out, but I was like, okay. And now it's coming onto that platform. So definitely should bring a lot of um, enhancement and. Um, resolution to the game than what the switch has i mean the switch has what it has right but there are certain limitations on nintendo consoles especially with the switch um it's still amazing to me that they're trying to put like call of duty on there it's cool and all but first of all you gotta deal with that behemoth of a, of a like the memory slot some of these games if you pay attention to in the back side of the copy the copy itself would talk about a hundred some gigs and we're not even including we're not even including the updates that are always eating up the hard drive. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Even with the PS5, I couldn't really have, for instance, I have Marvel for 2 right now, right? And the last game, at least that I owned, um, I didn't have, what was the game before that? It was, uh, not a game. It was a game I skipped out. Ooh. I forgot. But anywho, <laughs> it was one of the games that happened currently. I didn't own that one, but before that was Cold War. I love playing Cold War a lot. So, but having both those games simultaneously on the system, I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it because it's going to eat up all the hard drives. So when I had to kindly move that aside and put that to an external hard drive, you saw all that memory just like, whoa, you got all this free space now. I'm like, that's pretty bad. <laughs> so it's kind of imagining to see how the switch would pull off something like that and you know there's going to be some slowdowns with the switch but then again i understand it's so cool though to have it handheld right there obviously via the wireless connection um but man 
it's, it's insane, but they try. I mean, at least it's convenient. You know, if you didn't care for all that stuff like that, then maybe you'd be fine for it. But I don't know. I need all the pixelations and all the frame rate that I can with that game. All right, no lags. No lag connections. <laughs> um, but no, this game is coming out around April 28th. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that game to come out too. Um, this is the game called Ghost Trick, which is coming out in June 30th. Um, it's actually... I think we brought it up beforehand because they showed it off a little bit at some of the, uh, I think it was at the Game Awards and especially over at some a couple of directs. Um, it was actually a DS title from back then. It's from the people who created Ace, Ace Attorney. In other words, if you think of uh, Phoenix Wright, yeah, he's, he's from Ace Attorney. So if you ever play that game, it's pretty much that. And it's doing some stuff with like Deck Detective who can possess and trick uh, all objects in the real world and save people from their own demise. So... Is basically a remastered version of the game so obviously you <laughs> I mean you know it's coming from a DS game right so you're coming from a DS game to a PlayStation um, that's 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 a huge like a huge huge difference there but anywho, yeah um, they also showed off a little bit Resident Evil uh, Dead Island movie and they added Jill Valentine in the end if you haven't seen the trailer you see her in there so it's kind of interesting how they this this entire movie that's coming out this year, having like Leon and Chris and Jill all in the same space. I was like, interesting. <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 quite interesting to see that happen. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, when you look at the trailer, it's like, oh man, is that real? Is that the video game itself? It's like, yes. <laughs> it reminds you of something like Final Fantasy Advent Children. And that's not saying rough in terms of quality, in terms of story. I'm looking like that was rough. But quality-wise, I think people who have been around Final Fantasy for a while know the quality of Square Enix games when it comes to Final Fantasy. I mean, it's... <laughs> The gameplay and not to mention the design is just always so crisp. Even the 2D artwork. Yeah, give that a look at the 2D artwork of Final Fantasy. Any of the Final Fantasy games. Even you could throw in Kingdom Hearts. Same thing, same situation. Of course, developed by Square Enix. Dragon Quest, same thing. Anything through Square Enix when it came to their artwork is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing how much artwork they put into that game. Um, Street Fighter 6 happened to have more commentaries. Because um, I think, I don't know if I brought that up before. I might have, but just to recap, I know they started bringing it to more realistic sense of, you know, since this is like an esports game too, as well. Uh, we always had commentators, right? Like uh, Tasty Steve or uh, Yipes, uh, for instance, that came on, uh, on EVA and they always do their commentary. Well, it's kind of like they're bringing those commentators into the game. Right, and it's not a brand new situation, though it's more or less now you're actually having real, the actual commentators who always commentate on these game fights and whatnot. Like I seen my Dragon Ball Fighters, right? They try to throw on some commentators, which was just nothing more than just the characters that's inside the series, and they just talk on the sidelines, basically. Right, so but that's it's still a pretty cool feature. Um, I don't think it's ever been dealt before in terms of this manner. Um, so that's pretty cool. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty sweet. So, mm -hmm. and then they also showed off Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Uh, for those who actually grew up playing the game, I, I played it. 
and whew, it's, it's 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 fun but the nostalgia hit really hard because actually this was the mega man uh you know x i mean i grew up slightly with that too but definitely the battle network one i grew up a lot with the that version of mega man plus not to mention they actually have a show which for those the ogs who know the hipsters that know this of course mega man battle network um of course you had um was it battle with access and then just um nt warrior for battle mega man battle network nt warrior um, those two versions of the shows were pretty much uh, shown on Kids WB. So back in the day when it first came out in the heydays of that time frame. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool um, seeing that as a show. It was pretty sweet. And it as well as playing the game. Um, here, though, they happen to show off the collection. And there's a lot that went into this game. <laughs> um, but they showed off a little bit more that you have all 499 patch cards which some of them were previously exclusive to japan as physical collectibles but now you can actually have them as in the game so that's pretty sweet and you can use these cards through um, in battle network 4 and everywhere else so and then he introduced the mega buster mode which amplifies your attack power by 100 to basically destroy and go through the games freely so in other words if you just want to go to the storyline like that and just beat these enemies a little faster that's there's an option there too as well but yeah if i'm feeling it i might do it but i might just go through you know you know i, I want to go from the from zero to to 100 <laughs> so because it's that that's like dang just one blast pew that other person's dead so but it's nothing more but an RPG game too on top of that. So, but it's pretty cool. So for those who even never even played Mega Man Battle Network, not even one single game out of that entire collection, definitely pick this game up. It comes out on April 14th, 2023. Uh, you know, so this is pretty sweet. Sweet thing. Um, you, when you see it, it reminds you of the Game Boy game because a lot of these games were pretty much on the Game Boy uh, Advance. So um, of course that was Battle Network on the GameCube, but a lot of these games were on the GameCube and it was cool great time indeed especially <laughs> if you look at some of these prices for some of these games these days i mean shout out to cool stuff in video game heaven but when i go in there every so often uh i'm looking at the game price and i'm like dang i'm glad i got my copy because some of them be going for between about i don't know 70 to about 100 yeah game boy games game boy advanced games specifically it's insane but you know inflation <laughs> But that's roughly about it for the gaming section. Up next, we're gonna talk about some sports and we'll, we'll go from there. And we're back. Now to the next topic at hand is sports. Uh, we had some games happen a couple days ago, whatnot, and you know, I, I do want to establish on my Knicks a little bit. Uh, you know, we had a good fight going against the Kings. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, I'm proud of my Kings. Uh, I'm proud of my Kings. Proud of my Knicks. Um, you know, not that night. I mean, they put up a fight. They put up a fight. But, you know, days before that, you know what I'm saying? You know, they were all like, you know, eight, nine game streak going on there. You know, we beat the Celtics. They probably counted us all out for that. It's like, oh, yeah, they're going to lose against the Celtics. No, 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 no. We beat them. We smacked them around. We played them silly. They thought we we quieted down that garden, and they weren't talking at all. 
But uh, it was yesterday I was uh, up there watching the game and I was like, dang. I mean, it was impressive to see the Kings kind of around primetime television these days. Seen as that for years, and I mean years. Years. Did I mention years? I think I did. Maybe a couple times. Years. Of drought. Excuse me. Drought and out and doubt. <laughs> All of that. Because um, they just not have been good. Uh, I mean, they had players, you know what I'm saying, throughout time frame. I mean, Boogie Cousins, when he was, uh, you know, healthy at the time frame, something, I guess. You know, I mean, the last time I could literally vividly remember, it was with the time frame with Mike Bibby and Chris Webber. I mean, honestly, that was probably the best probably time I can remember saying, oh, yeah, the Kings were kind of legit. You know what I'm saying? I know Jason Williams was over there, too, as well. But, you know, back then when they were legit, now it's just... Throughout the time frame, it was bad. But this is a different time now, right? From years of building and trading and building and trading and kind of in that circle, really, as I, as I describe it, in a sense that, you know, they haven't really gone anywhere. They kind of were stationary. They were kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. Now they're getting some respect, as Birdman would say. Put some respect in my name. You know what I'm saying? So that's what he did. That's what they did. Um, thanks to Mike Brown, who I will say, though, doesn't get a lot of his props for it. You know, I mean, he helped when uh, Steve Kerr was out. I mean, look at what he was doing with the Warriors and whatnot, too. I mean, even with the other teams that he was coaching with, too. But to turn this Kings team around, I mean, they have players there. I mean, you look at De'Aaron Fox, who... I ain't gonna lie. If it wasn't Zion, I was saying the Aaron Fox should have came over to the Knicks. I, 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 I sat there when I sat there and watched the draft. I was like, you know, because just seeing how he was playing over at Kentucky and that speed. I mean, come on now. The playmaking. Well, he did that again and again and again. And you, you saw that happen in that game yesterday. You know, and then he got some bonus over there too as well, which was a nice pickup. I ain't going to lie. I mean, for him to come over from the Pacers and go over there, I'm like... They got some cooking in there. I mean, both of them were all-stars. Sabonis from the get-go, I believe. And then, you know, there's little technicalities. I mean, still, Darren Fox still an all-star. But, you know, if you knew about what happened with, you know, the injuries and stuff going to the all-star game and all that jazz. So. Um, but, yeah. I mean, it was impressive. So, they on the rise. They on the rise indeed. Um, but one thing though I do before I even continue to as well, um, is just there. Yeah, I know there was things that was going on with John Morant. Um, I know it's all been around the news a lot this whole week. Um, all I know is that I just hope and wish for him nothing but the best for him right now. Um, hopefully he gets the help that he needs. And, um, you know, I know he would get through this cause I know he is pretty much one of the faces of the uh, NBA. Um, he's pretty much already been scolded enough right now. And it is a serious matter, too. And I hope he knows that. And I know he does. Even from those actions that happened, that pretty much obviously all this started back on Saturday morning from that video from IG. And, um, you know, but even, even before that, too, you know, he had his other scuffles with other events, too, as well. And, you know, it's the same, it's the same stuff that's going to probably obviously be echoed from a lot of things that people have been pretty much saying. But it's the obvious truth if you've been around paying attention to the NBA league for a while. You know what I'm saying? You look at players like Allen Iverson, one of my favorite players to this day ever since I was a kid. You know, and he had his his moments too as well. Gilbert Arenas was another one. 
and you know it's it's one of those things that you gotta you know talk the veterans at least gotta talk to them and whatnot and i'm pretty sure they probably have you know anybody who was running a circle too um you know i wanted to come back i i really want him to come back and you know and come back stronger than ever from this because he's always been a joy to watch when it came to playing the games and stuff like that too um you know, I know the team got his back with that, too. And the thing about it, too, is that it's pretty much the, the organization of the Grizzlies that's kind of been delaying his games. Not so much NBA, because they're still doing some um, and still doing more investigations on this uh, still um, and everything on that matter, too. So, um, I mean, for right now, I guess possibly this is their way of them, you know, as they keep on expanding out more games of him not being there then. I'm not saying NBA would put this under the rug. Absolutely not. That's not a league that would pull that. Um, it's a serious matter because if they do that, that just prompts everybody else like, hmm, okay, I guess I can do that too. No. No, they got to still put the same same discipline, the same standard that is treated for everybody that's in that league. It's just one of those things that, to keep it real, you, you really didn't need to. Um, not to, you know, again, I don't know his upbringing and everything like that too but you, you gotta think about it sometimes is that and he's not too far from me in age but even I know it's just the fact that um you work your hardest throughout your time growing up as a kid to play this game that people love to death right a lot of people who would love to be in your position but you know things happen but for you to be at this level like that right you can't do any boneheaded moves like that, man. You can't. Um, you can't. So, like I said, you know, he pretty much already heard enough of it on TV. But I'm just saying that was one of those things there. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta think about that future and leave all of that in the past. You stay with that in the past, bro, you're not going to grow from it. And hopefully he grows from this and learns from this and keep going further from that. You know, it's not going to think of me any less of him. He just needs to, you know, I know he said he has to, you know, take some time off, clear his head, and, you know, get help. And I hope he does. Um, because, sheesh, I mean, the NBA, I mean, it's already exciting it's for the NBA, but when that man plays, I mean, there's nothing more I can say. You look at the videos. You look at when you watch the game. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Um, so that's just all I wanted to say about that. And hopefully, he, you know, he gets the help he needs from that too. Because no one, I mean, you, you get those couple of people that are going to be like, oh yeah, they're going to just hate him just to hate him. But a lot of us really want him to come back into the league and play like he's supposed to be playing. You know what I'm saying? Um, it just goes to show you though, you just don't know what happens with a lot of players outside of the league. But like a lot of people did allude to, and last thing so I could to tear off to something else, the NBA does pay attention. That's kind of been shown, if not now, even in the past. It's it's crazy, but it, it we kind of don't realize it sometimes. But I'm like, dang, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying they keep trackers or beepers on you, but they got the whereabouts somehow, some way. It's it's kind of interesting. You know, it's not even social media that did that. It's just it's just outside. You don't know. It travels fast. It does. Um, but for today's games, they got some games going on too as well. 
which is the Hawks and the Wizards. Um, seeing as Quinn Snyder coaching the Hawks right now, ah, I, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I, I might give it to the Wizards. I might. Might be a maybe a tough battle game there. Um, you got the Trailblazers and 76ers going on right now. Oh, I'll say it's 76ers too. Uh, for that one, because uh, Trailblazers are kind of rough right now. Nets and Timberwolves. Nets. Uh, the Cavaliers and the Heat. I uh, will say the Cavs. Um, I don't even, not really impressing me much with the Heat right now. Uh, the Nuggets and Spurs. Nuggets, please. Raptors and the Lakers. Uh, I might entertain it. I might give it to maybe the Lakers. Maybe the Lakers. As for my Knicks, the Knicks, they go against the Clippers tomorrow at 4 p.m. So you can look at those games as well. Um, I know for the um, 8 o'clock game that's happening on ABC, they have the Bucks and the Warriors. That's going to be a tight game there too as well. Seeing as that stuff has cut, came back and everything and just shooting his lights out right there. So, yep. And then you're talking about with Sunday, you get the Sunday showcase games is happening too. Um, you know, especially you got that... Um, one of the games that was going to be the Nets and the Nuggets around 3.30. Um, yeah. A lot of games to look forward to throughout the weekend, too. Uh, also, too, these are also this week happened to be championship week for college basketball. Definitely looking, paying attention to those because March Madness is coming around the corner, people. You already know it's March, so you best believe you better watch who's going on. It's kind of crazy to see UNC out. Um, I know we happened to watch them play against UVA and uh, UVA. I mean, they're tight this year, right? Um, the UNC is just it's it's kind of it's kind of weird when I look at that because because UNC is my team uh, for college, if anything. Um, and the thing about it is just seeing them roughly have the same squad, and you know, coming from going into the national championship last year, and it's like <laughs> like what happened. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know what players are going to stay. I don't know what players are going to go into the draft for the NBA. Who knows? Um, I know they will bounce back from that for next year, too. I mean, Duke, it sounds like to me, they're going still, and they're going to go against Miami. Whew! <laughs> the Miami Hurricanes. I'm telling you, the ACC, ACC, that's, that's, a, that's a conference there. That's a conference there. It's always been a solid conference, anyway basketball reasons too uh but yeah yeah duke prevail and so we'll go in there i mean who do i see coming out from that game i probably might see miami coming out of there yeah just from what i've been seeing days back then i mean seeing um boham um he uh got let go from syracuse as a coach and he's been there for a while um just because they haven't really done anything even from my existence of anything i mean they did something you know they mean maybe to the marsh madness every now and then through underneath his co coaching but he even let go and even patch ewing he was let go from georgetown i think i, I think i like i saw i think he's like 70 76 and 103 for his record i was like dang that's really under right there so i don't know who's gonna be coaching on certain these teams now too i mean you got coaches Retiring, got some coaches that are getting fired. So it's gonna be a whole little nice little mix up here of who's gonna get the call and and whatnot in terms of these big name schools here too. Um, so yeah, 
Um, there's a lot, a lot of excitement to happen. Um, shout out to East Carolina's women basketball team. Um, Jayla Herp, who happens to be a Virginia native. Um, she actually played over Hampton. I've seen her play a lot of times, especially going over to Smithfield when she played over there. Um, she plays for East Carolina women's basketball team. And they made it in. They punched their ticket in there to the March Madness. So, definitely watch them play as well. Check them out too. Um, you know, I've been watching their games um, when I can throughout the season. And, I mean, they can play some ball. But, you know, um, but they play for the American Conference. So, definitely look out for that too. I'm, I'm excited for them. Really am. Sorry, especially for Jayla. So, shout out to her with that, with that win as well. Um, but college basketball... For, uh, the boys um who else who else am i seeing up there uh, oh yeah like michigan i think michigan out i'm like dang so yeah it's a, it's a big mix-up it's, it's kind of weird this year because to me it could be anybody i i really don't have like a clear like for the women's basketball team you know yeah i want to I see east carolina get there further too but the juggernaut of South Carolina's girls basketball team, uh, LSU's girls basketball team. So when you look at the boys basketball team for the men's, or excuse me, for the boys uh, basketball for college, to me, I mean, I mean, obviously you could say, oh yeah, it could be Alabama or it could be Purdue, but I'm like, ah, but it's kind of weird seeing some of these schools up there like that. It's like, dang, like even Houston, <laughs> it's like even Houston, like. Like you never really thought about that. It's it's weird. It, it's it's really weird. But we'll see. Um, anything happens in March Madness, we've seen it all. We've seen upsets. We've seen brackets ripped and busted, and somehow possibly people's brackets almost perfect, if not perfect, if they cheated and just put down everybody who won. You know, they ain't gonna tell you. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I had a perfect bracket. It's like, no, you just wrote down every single winner of each game <laughs> uh so that that's gonna be interesting to see um so definitely pay attention you guys haven't been paying attention to the men's and women's um, college basketball games check them out check them out indeed and that would be pretty much about it for the sports section up next we're gonna talk a little hip-hop and uh wrap it up from there Alright, y'all up to the next topic. The last one of the day. We're talking a little bit of some hip-hop music. And again, we're going a little bit again for the 50th anniversary uh, year. We're talking a little bit with the 80s. Um, just taking a couple at a time and then you know we build up from that point on. I just thought I'd pick up some notable ones from there as well. Um, some personal favorites as well, too, like Rock Kim. But shout out to Eric B with Rock Kim. Uh, of course it wouldn't be Working without Eric B at that time frame when he did it. And, you know, coming in there with Don't Sweat the Technique. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Come on now. With all the hits that they were hitting from there, too, as well. I mean, jeez. Follow the leader. So, you know what I'm saying? My melody, all of it coming through there. I mean, just to me, you know, Rakim was pretty much one of my favorite MCs, especially lyric-wise, too. Um, you just, if you hear... A lot of his songs and the heat of the moment of the songs too and those coming out there too i mean i mean it was just mellow it was smooth delivery they were coming in there like just 
just murdering the beat left and right. So that's what was pretty much what's happening from that point on as well. I mean, you look at a lot of that stuff too. Um, you're talking about also seeing, um, you know, De La Soul. De La Soul is one of my favorite, and you know, may rest in peace, Dave, uh, True Boy. Um, and hearing theirs, I mean, coming in with their, with their sound and everything like that, it was a different sense, and it was a different role that was being played into their rap game too as well. And it was different, and it made a lot of people and a lot of rappers even to this day come into it because it had like that jazz infused rap and alternative sound so they had catchy samples in there and they have a lot of punchlines that came in there too as well um so that's that's one thing as well plus shout out to them because they happen to have the um the um the sound coming out there because i know they're coming and re-releasing their music out here on spotify and on streaming services so definitely check them out too as well um tribe called quest another one uh chop call quest uh especially when you have q-tip and um everybody in that mix too as well i mean with pife fife's dog you know and ali muhammad all of them i mean <laughs> can i kick it <laughs> yes i can you know what i'm saying and they brought such a newer type of feel and vibe to what the whole rap game was going on there too as well. It kind of put you in a trance too, but it also had you thinking, you know, physiologically, psychologically on top of that too. And put you in there just talking about a lot of the roots that was going on throughout hip hop as well as around the area. So um, it definitely kind of influenced a lot of, you know, a lot of R&B and alternative rap and of course you saw a lot of times with um, De La Soul with a uh, world tour you know on that track as well too so that's a, that's a lot right there talking about that from that group and that group rap to bring a lot of different vibes to it too so um, you know definitely that was one of the biggest things there and you know they have to bring a lot of newer type of feel for the rap going in there as well so I definitely thought I would put some, you know, some some word on word play with that. Kid and Play was another one too, not just because they were known for a lot of things, but House Party, but definitely with their music too. The NL Cool J, you know what I'm saying? Mama said, "Knock you wow," you know, especially transcribing him throughout the generations of time through the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. But during that time when he came out with everything too, you know, and the just the whole beat of it and the whole freestyle too you know you had dj jazzy jeff and will smith at the time when he was rapping like that back in that time frame i think still people give him still some some criticism on how his rapping was then then at that time was rapping but then i guess he was kind of more on the commercial end sense of rapping and you know i guess you kind of took for what it was but dj jazzy jeff he kept it real with the disc scratching it left and right so that was that was pretty cool that was pretty cool too and i think another one to put and transcribe is the leaders of new school um of course being buster rhymes being one of my favorite rappers of time um you know he happened to have that group you know you have milo you had charlie you had um <clears throat> excuse me you had a lot of uh dinko d you know they all were put in that group coming from new york and 
sob story. <laughs> it's my sob story. The sob story. I know you know you know me. <laughs> you know, so it, it was such a dope time frame with that too. And of course, also they happen to you know make their guest appearance on none other Tribe Called Quest, um, especially going into the early part of 90, 1990s on a scenario. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what? So what? So what's that scenario? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> could you imagine all, both of them? They're both groups are big together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that track was so dope. So, um, yeah, yeah. So those are just a couple just to give out, you know, some names of when they actually started around that time frame. I know it's, it's kind of weird to see. Oh, man, they I thought they started like in the 90s. Stuff. I was like, no, a lot of them, they're in their heydays. Yeah, they actually started, if anything, around the 80s, if not late 80s, going into that, to that whole era. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more of some other rappers next time though. But that was just a couple just to kind of give a little idea of artists that came out during that time frame and their cont contributions to hip hop that started the whole thing now to what it is now. But other than that, that's all I got to say for right now. I know it was a little short, but we add a little bit more next time. And this is all for the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. As always, you guys take care of yourselves. Make sure you guys look out for each other. And I'll talk to y'all next time.